From COK Studios in Nina Totenberg's Trundle Bed, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the death of Liberal Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the fight to replace her. We'll also consider some new slang terms with Leslie and Constance Kincaid in Consider the Source. And we'll consider how to work from home from the fetal position. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Analysis Paralysis, a new liberal think tank that overanalyzes liberal politics and makes any possible action come to a screeching halt. To donate to our political inaction committee, visit DemsDoNothing.org. And The Whelping Box, the clothing and accessory subscription service for dogs. Get brands like Doggy Hilfiger, Kim Kardogian, and Canine West sent right to your door every month. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. Last Friday, the leader of the liberal wing of the U.S. Supreme Court, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, died of cancer at the age of 87. Her death has inevitably set in motion what promises to be a nasty political battle over who will succeed her on the nation's highest court. Just days before she passed, as her strength waned, Ginsburg dictated this statement to her granddaughter, Clara Spira. My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. Republicans do not seem to care about Ginsburg's final wishes, however. President Trump says that he expects to announce a nominee to fill the Supreme Court vacancy by the end of the week, and that the pick will very likely be a conservative woman. Senate Majority Tortoise Mitch McConnell said he intends to bring the president's selection to a vote on the Senate floor as soon as possible. Democrats are crying foul, saying there should not be a vote until after the election. They point to McConnell's decision in 2016 to stop then-President Obama's nomination to fill the late Justice Antonin Scalia's seat on the court. The implications of filling a seat on the Supreme Court during the middle of such a polarizing election are huge. Joining us via Skype to help analyze all the aspects of what might happen with Ginsburg's vacant post are two experts on the Supreme Court. Dr. Doris Greer, and James Jebbia. Thank you both for joining us today. You're welcome. Hello there. Uh, this is certainly a very interesting climate in which to fill a seat on the Supreme Court. Thankfully, we have the two of you to break it all down for our listeners. Um, I hate to be difficult, but I'm not actually an expert on politics or the Supreme Court. I'm a professor of music theory at Brown, and I specialize in the music of the Supremes. Uh, And I have to apologize as well. I'm not going to be much help either. I'm the founder of a clothing and skateboard company called Supreme in New York. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not sure how this happened. Uh, Do hold on while I check with our intern, Ryan. Ryan, what is going on with these guests? Neither of them know anything about the Supreme Court. The lady is an expert on the Supremes, and the guy owns some skateboard company. I'm I'm sorry, Mr. Nutbrock. Literally every Supreme Court, justice, or law expert was booked on another show. 
This whole thing is all anyone can talk about. Have you been listening to NPR? It's 24-7 over there. This was the best I could do on short notice. Couldn't find any lawyers or judges, huh? Well, no, but just be glad I didn't go with the guy who's an expert on the taco and burrito supreme. I guess we'll just make do then. That's the spirit? <laughs> I'm sorry, but even though the Supreme Court isn't in either of your areas of expertise, I'm wondering if you could just give it a shot, since you're all we have for this segment. Oh, well, I'm game. Yeah, sure, whatever. Oh, great. Uh, Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden has called for Republicans to hold off on considering a Supreme Court nominee from President Trump until after the November 3rd general election. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, I get why he'd want that. As I understand it, Biden would need at least four Republicans to vote against the Trump nominee with the Democrats. How was that? Quite good, actually. Uh, James, what are your thoughts? Well, it'd be rad if Biden could pull off some kind of sweet dark slide and get the Republicans to vote against Trump's pick. Man, that guy is such a poser. But I think you'd have to be stoked just to delay the vote. You know Trump is going to pick some grommet who can't even do some basic kickflip. Uh, I only understood part of that, but it sounds very impressive. Gnarly, bro. Ginsburg's death reminds me of when Diana Ross left the Supremes. It was traumatic and signaled a change, not only within the group, but of the times. The 60s were over, and Jean Terrell, who replaced Diana, took them into the 70s. Hopefully for the nation, the difference between the court before and after Ginsburg will not be as stark as the Supremes before and after Diana Ross. It just wasn't the same. Yes, Right On is a decent album with some nice songs, but it really fails to capture the same level of performance as something like Love Child. I appreciate the attempted analysis, Doris. Oh, I'm trying my best. I know. Uh, maybe we should just quit now while we're ahead. Tubular. Uh, this was fun. I actually uh, usually only talk skateboards and fashion. Who wants a free beanie? Uh, oh, I'll take one. Um, uh, thank you both for the time today. Yeah, I'm, I'm about out of talking points. Unless you want to hear more about Diana's solo career. Uh, maybe some other time when we're talking about music and not at the Supreme Court. For COK News, I'm Cordell Nutrock. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Consider the Source series, where our good friends Leslie and Constance Kincaid join us to tell us the origins of new slang terms and phrases. It's a pleasure to be Zooming with you both today. It's good to be back. Hello, Connor. How have you two been? It's been a bit of a drab summer, what with the virus and all. I've also been very down because I haven't been able to watch my favorite football team, Squatney, in person. 
Yes, it's been so sad to see Leslie have to watch all the games at home lately. It does allow us to snog during the halftimes, though. Yes, thank goodness for the kisses of my wife. She has such supple lips and the bumpiest tongue you can imagine. Such a delight. That's a lot more information than we needed. I'm definitely looking forward to a change of season here in England because the virus shan't ruin my favorite fall activity. I really hope it isn't more snogging. <laughs> no, silly. It's leaf peeping. Now that the days are getting shorter, there is no shortage of beautiful foliage to peep. Yes, who doesn't enjoy a first-class peep? Not me. It will be quite lovely to go peeping with Constance. Oh, and leaves won't be the only thing that Leslie peeps, if you get my meaning. Sadly, I do. Since this is about slang terms and not about body autumnal frolics, let's uh, get right into the reason you're here. Yes, thank you for keeping us on task. I must say that the slang we've brought to share with you today is our best ever. Oh yes, easily the best. I agree with Leslie that of all the slang terms we've shared over the years, this crop of slang is beyond amazing. I can also say that you've never heard these terms before. Prepare to be completely floored by these phrases, Connor. Wow, I, I hope you're not overselling it a bit. Not at all. If anything, we're underselling it. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Our first brand new term is steezy. I take it that term means nothing to you because it's so new. It means to execute style with ease. As in, that was a steezy-ass kickflip, homie. Steezy? That's a really old term. People have been saying that for like two decades. Hmm, you don't say. I wonder if you're thinking of another similar term. No. But anyway, what else do you have for us? This next one I guarantee you've never heard. It's Karen. A Karen is a middle-aged woman, typically blonde, that makes solutions to others' problems an inconvenience to her, although she isn't even remotely affected. She also usually needs to speak to the manager. As in, Karen complained that her favorite parking spot was replaced by a ramp for wheelchairs. She parked her car in the old spot anyway and shot a Facebook Live about it. <laughs> Isn't that great? Karen? Really? Again, that's not new either. What's going on, guys? Seriously. Uh, uh, Connor. I'm so sorry. We're phoning it in today. It's just that the general malaise of being alive is getting us down. And we didn't have the energy to find new slang for you and your listeners. We're so sorry. We thought if we were really excited that you'd never notice. I'm ashamed that we tried to pull a fast one, Connor. It's okay, I get it. I just hope you've learned your lesson. Oh, we have. Yes, we shan't try to fool you again. Well, do you have at least one new term you can share? Oh, yes, actually, I do. Maskadaisical. This is when you slack off on wearing a mask in public places to prevent contracting coronavirus. As in, dude, we have to go back to the house. I forgot my mask, and I cannot get into Costco without it. I don't want to be maskadaisical. Now that was a great new slang term. Great job, Kincaids. It was, it was our, our pleasure. pleasure. That was Consider the Source with Leslie and Constance Kincaid. Now it's time for some big little wins. I would turn it over to our intern Ryan to read these, but he's being punished for that Supreme Court debacle. I said I was sorry. 
You're still in timeout. Nose in the corner, buster. It's fine. There aren't any wins this week anyway. Really? I mean, there are, but only for Republicans. Oh, no thank you. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can follow us on Twitter, at Consider Our Know, and you can also check our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories, especially our Consider the Vote 2020 coverage. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at Stitcher or at Apple Podcasts. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Senate Majority Tortoise Mitch McConnell said he intends to bring the president's selection to a vote on the Senate floor as soon as possible. Democrats are rats. Democrats are crying foul, saying there should not be a vote until after the political... Oh, my word. Ah, I have apparently boarded the struggle bus.